you know what I should do? I should hit record on Audacity. That would help. That may be helpful, yes. That would make it so we can have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Melissa is dressed up again this week. Yep. It is the Halloween Eve. I, I'm I'm not. I'm in normal clothes, so it is uh, the Hamburglar and his normal <laughs> friend. As more Moses specifically, says. I'm the Glam Burglar. Oh, the Glam Burglar. Excuse me. Thank yes. you for. <laughs> Why do you think this mask is made me. out of lace? <laughs> I went to a fabric store. I bought lace for this. Do you think? The Hamburglar has, like, normal friends. <laughs> just, like, just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go hang out with Jim. He probably Jim does is. have a and d group. He plays a rogue. <laughs> That's what, like, gets a lot of the burglary out of his system. Okay. Okay. <laughs> d God, Hamburglar with a and d group. Man, that is... Okay, okay, That's no, no, wild. let's ha let's work through this. Hamburglar, Rogue, okay. Grimace, uh, Paladin? Yeah, I can see him tr trying to be some kind of knight, because he, I, he I, I feel like he doesn't want to be put in the box of like, oh, I have to be some tank, or I, I have to be yeah. the like big strong he guy. Is... Like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the knight in shining right. armor thing, right? I feel like he wants to do magic. Birdie is a monk. Ronald himself. Man, Ronald's probably just like Ronald. a generic fighter. That I can see him trying to be a wizard, like some kind of like extra out there helpful wizard. Like, look, mm. kids, I can do magic. And then he's just <laughs> never helpful. It's like, no, wrong, wrong spell. Ronald. Okay, gotta and I guess Mayor McCheese myself. is the DM. He's DM McCheese. <laughs> DM McCheese. That works indeed. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to. Welcome to. Episode 118. That took me a while to get out. Uh, of the Whatnots Captain's Log, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined, as always, by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? I'm good. I made some sangria. I In went to McDonald's, McDonald's for the costume, and then I, I took the Diet Coke, drank half of it, poured it out, and this is all sangria now. So I'm ready <laughs> to party. Man, all I have is apple juice. Well, this That's is it. a lot of apple. It's mostly apple cider and a lot of wine and brandy and assorted fruits and cinnamon sticks. I bought cinnamon sticks for this. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah, that, that's something. Where do you get cinnamon sticks? Like, where are they in the grocery store? Oh, dang. At my schnooks, they have a little section of spices by the produce. Not like in the baking aisle with the other spices in bottles. Mm -hmm. These are like, this is where you get like your vanilla bean pod and your cinnamon stick. And I guess you're like nut, meg, nut that you sure. grate if you're a fancy chef. Interesting. 
I, I don't think I've ever seen them in my local g- g- grocery store. So it must be you a, gotta look a for s- them. small section. Yeah. Or, or yeah, just they a, don't make a point of it. Yeah, like a, a section that's super specific of just like, if you really don't need anything from that section, you're probably not going to be going there Yeah, all that often. I don't know. Sam has been in the chat. Um, Sam! It, it, I, we had some difficulty with our stream, kind of right as things were getting started. It, things are much better, but it looks like every so often we're still dropping out. Uh-huh. Kind of-ish. Who knows? Uh, it, it did look like Twitch updated a bunch of their stuff. So, there you go. Well, my week has been okay. It's been interesting Aww. because the past two days, uh, we've kind of been getting hit with the like e- e- edge of a hurricane. I don't Ooh. remember what one it is now, but it came up through the Gulf. And yesterday on Thursday, uh, the school got closed early. Oh. Um. Yeah, we, we got... Uh, all classes shut down at 4 p.m. and uh, stuff like that. Uh, it, it was it was just like, hey, there's a lot of rain out there. You guys might have to go get your kids or do something. So we're shutting all yeah. classes. All employees can go home. Do all that stuff. Sam says she thinks it's Zeta, tropical storm Zeta. Which wow, geez, oh Christ. Uh, they've gotten all the way out there. <laughs> oh no! Man, I don't know. It's uh, it was kind of wild because yeah, we it was raining all Thursday morning. It was pouring. Um, Oof. and then when they closed things down, it immediately cleared up and was like, oh okay, sunny skies. That you know that looks fine. And then last night it was raining a ton as well. Um, and today was fine seemed nice outside it was kind of chilly but that was it so that's been it that's been the week here it's just been like rain not fun yeah Yeah, it's been raining here a lot too i dig it because it is the days leading up to halloween but if this goes on much longer yeah i'm gonna get burnt out on it today was sunny today was a nice break that's good. That's good. I, I have weird memories of Halloween both being, like, extremely hot. Just, like, Ooh. I cannot be in this c- c- costume. I'm sweating. It's sticky. Like, all that stuff. And ones where it's freezing. And it's just, like, mm. I I am in, like, a thin layer of whatever fabric this thing is. And I, I don't. I'm freezing my ass off. Oh, so. man. Yeah, yeah. I remember it mostly being cold. Back and forth here. Yeah. So are are you ex? Because you were in this apartment last year too, right? You yes. Yeah, I thought so. You you've been in this, this is Halloween number apartment three for yeah, uh, for a bit. Uh, what is the trick or treater situation like? I don't think I've ever seen any. They don't exist. I think. No, like, I, we live pretty close to, like, a very nice suburb, so I imagine the kids, you know, their parents just drive them five minutes up the street and take them there. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. They'd 
I mean, I have candy. I don't think any kids are going to wander on up, but I'll have a pumpkin out there, and I do have candy, so I am ready. Yeah. We usually have all the lights off and stuff, and we usually put caution tape up on our front steps so that no one will go up to the door, because every time someone knocks at the door, the dogs go ballistic, and that it just, if they were constantly coming, it would just be like, they're barking at everything and they won't stop. Please be quiet. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good. It, it'll be a relaxing night, I think. Right now, we're just pl- I'm planning on doing crossplay, our video game uh-huh. podcast, and that's it. Playing video games all weekend. Mm-hmm. So. Want to make some hot dog mummies? Yeah, and drink you more sangria. That yeah, last week, just more sangria is good yeah uh, like i guess a mummy exists all the time like you could make a hot dog mummy any minute of the year but halloween is when they really shine and i've been looking forward to this for several weeks yeah indeed indeed um so i i had a question for you yes for last week that we didn't get to let me open up our notes here i should have these open captain's log topics here we go um, I didn't write the one that I had down. I kind of forgot what it originally was, uh, okay. but I know it had to do with Chucky because a uh, week and a half, two weeks ago, we had like a game night at our, our yeah. house and we had the uh, more modern remake of the Chucky Child's Play movie thing. Yeah. Um, And oh boy, it's a bad movie it is not good (laughs) um it's it it's really cheesy it's more funny than it is uh like scary or spooky i think that is the original child's play like i think that just is what the property is it probably is but i just like i remember it when i was much younger and it was just like oh this is actually like there's this creepy doll and it's trying to murder people like it, it looked scary to me as a young child mm. and then now almost being 30 i'm just like this is ridiculous like this is so over the top and stupid that it's just like this is laughable um but i i think what i wanted to ask you is what do you think if they had to like if if chucky never existed right ah and then someone came up with the idea idea of this child's play movie what would the toy be oh okay like if we had to pick a toy from our existing human universe instead of inventing a new one i I mean you you can kind of invent a new one but what would it be like would it be another of those like almost lifelike american girl doll style you know big doll things or would it be like some little small street shark action figure that I have on my bookshelf back there? Would it be something like that? Would it be Andy from Toy Story who's like made with stuffing? Or would it be Furby? Or something else? Like a tablet? <laughs> I think you mean Woody from Toy Story because I don't what think I've I ever... You said Andy. 
I've <laughs> never seen anybody make a toy out of the non-toy characters from Toy Story. <laughs> that no would be pretty scary. I, <laughs> I totally meant Woody. Uh, not Andy. <laughs> God, imagine the kid who says Andy is his favorite character. I want the Andy toy. Oh, oh they don't make that. Just find him a, a brunette boy child action figure a, and we'll have to lie. Generic brunette action figure. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Make sure he's a tiny cowboy and tiny spaceman yeah. to go with him. Otherwise, how will we prove it? Or... Um, or here's another outlandish one. What if it's one of those like miniature size Jeep toys that they can get and like Ooh, ride ra tiny around? Tiny Christine. In? Yeah, yeah, something I like that. Like that. Like what? What um, toy do you think it would be? Dang, I, I do have to hand it to the Furbies. I think they are uniquely creepy Indeed. in a way no other toy is. And they're non-mobile. Like, a Furby doesn't really have legs. It sits there. Like, right, no Furby yeah. has any motion to it except for the mechanized parts that make, like, the eyes and the beak move. So yeah. I'd be curious to see a, a Furby-based horror movie where they deal with the Furby being entirely stationary. Like, it maybe, you know, you turn your back and suddenly the Furby's on the other side of the room, but you don't see the Furby move. I can see that. It just that speaks to you. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just all of a sudden is there and it's like how mm. did you get here you can't even yeah. move and yeah th like whenever it's showing it there's there's no oh it's rolling on its heelys mm. or whatever it uses to move around with but yeah yeah that would be in in interesting what if you one. haunted a For hot Furby's wheel like even Furby. smaller than the jeep even smaller or 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 are is is it just Toy Story, but it's only like cars, like the the Hot Wheels, and they're all worshiping the big one, the one that's built Tonka Tough. <laughs> There's a hierarchy of little toy right? cars. Yeah. No, I'm just picturing just like silent uh, personality lists, just a bunch of evil little Hot Wheels. Yeah, just rolling around your house, just causing mischief. What's that? Uh... What's that story? Uh, is it Gulliver, <laughs> the dude who like goes to that oh, yes, place and yes. he's like giant? Yes. Yeah. The, the one that they oh, man, but you're being with Jack rolled Black. Over by a, yeah, you're just being rolled over by a lot of Hot Wheels? Yeah, that would suck. That would yeah. suck. That, yeah, that would be an interesting one. Um, I like the car one, especially since we, we watched... Rubber on yes, the rubber show. That's exactly what I'm picturing. The movie about the murderous tire. Yes, Robert. Um, <laughs> Robert the tire. <laughs> that movie is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, like I, 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 I kind of imagine it just being like some kind of smaller action figure. Uh huh. Like I, I could almost see it being a Lego piece, almost just like a haunted like not Lego a mini piece, like not a minifig, just like a two by two little brick. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it would have to be 
a like humanoid one, like okay. one of the actual characters, because that way it can emote and and stuff, right? But I don't know. Weird to think about. Like if if I yeah, I I feel like at the end of the day they would want something that is like okay, we want to make this seem somewhat lifelike and have like uh-huh. emotive faces or be yeah. able to t- talk which then we just get into that weird like cars territory that has <laughs> mouths yeah they have saliva they must right who knows who knows good stuff did did, did you yeah. have a couple of those for me because i think you mentioned them last week too that you had a couple oh yeah i do have some halloween themed conversation starters what i came up with this week is i thought it would be a fun game to come up with unlicensed generic halloween costume names for characters we've been talking about on our assorted podcasts ah okay because podcast the ride did a patreon bonus episode this week about bagged halloween costumes they're talking about Bagged like the Beetlejuice Halloween knockoff costume. named Juice Demon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, the, the Austin Powers knockoffs named like um, Shag Spy. All those. Bug Hugo. Right? Is that, is that, what's, what's the Spanish word for juice? Oh, I don't know. I took French. What's the, f- I don't know the French word for French juice word. either. <laughs> You know what I do useless, know? What, my major memory from French class is that in France, the colloquial nickname for McDonald's is Macdo. 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 Yeah, I was right. Hugo. So Hugo. It would be like, Bug Hugo. Bug Hugo. I like Bug that. <laughs> Targets many a market. Right? That... that... Yeah does sound a little bit more like some kind of demonic language if that was all mashed into one mm-hmm. word like beetle ju- 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 juice is, right? Bagugo. <laughs> Sounds great. Say it three times and he appears. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like so, a lot of the characters... Mm-hmm. I, go ahead. No, I was looking at our review show, the list of topics we've covered on the review show this year and coming up with costumes for all of these because, I don't know, I need something to do with my brain. And, like, some of them already exist. Like, I know Sherlock Holmes is in the public domain, but I'm sure you can get a bagged Halloween costume that is labeled Hat Detective. (laughs) You can get a Hercule Poirot costume labeled Mustache Detective. Yeah. So when when you say character, yeah, like is it is it that of like, hey, we watched Doctor No, so what is the generic version of James Bond? Uh, <laughs> cocktail spy. Okay, yeah, yeah, C- cocktail spy. Uh, trying to think, of, like I I I'm I'm thinking of the adjective to like describe James Bond and all of the ones I'm thinking of are like egotistical or womanizer and it's it's just like <laughs> womanizing <laughs> spy, spy. <laughs> right I like that. womanizing I like government the employee the bagged costume being very judgmental of him like we'll sell him 
We will sell you a jacket that approximates his tuxedo. We don't approve of all his ways. Womanizing government employee. We <laughs> <laughs> can't use the word spy. It's too close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, so let's see here. Let's 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 pull out some characters. Yeah. Uh, um <laughs> I'll tell you what's been really delighting me this week is go picturing going to a spirit Halloween store and I look at this bag and then the bag is like a really flimsy polyester version of Christian Slater's jacket and hat from Mr. Robot and the bag <laughs> costume is labeled Hack Dad. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Hack dad is great. <laughs> oh, man. I want that to be my c c costume. <laughs> hack dad. I, I want to be the hack dad. <laughs> you know, dress the whole family up as the whole hack family. We have everything you need, including black hoodie and heart-shaped sunglasses. <laughs> Really, you get these? You got the family down. Oh, man. I'm tr trying to think of one for Hannibal. Oh, I, I was going to call that costume Suspicious Dinner Party Host. I would say that or like uh, Murderous Food Critic. <laughs> Something like that. I, I don't know. Uh, that's not a good one. Um, God, what would Hannibal be? Let's see. I don't know. Because, like, there's not really another word for cannibal besides cannibal. Two-eyed, zero-horned, walking around, people-eater. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, Sam says... Voltron had officially licensed bag costumes, and they were bad. But oh, my God. They're never free... good. Oh, yeah. But the copyright-free name would probably be Insert Color Robot Warrior or something. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh... Oh, man. All right. Looking through our, our review show episode list this year, we have... Such hot costumes as Board Game Bride, Butterfly Villain, uh, Moth Accountant, uh, Fake Chauffeur, uh, Sandwich Bear. The kids Wait, love to be Sandwich Bear. Sandwich Bear is going to get all the, all the costumes. <laughs> Paddington. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sandwich Bear. <laughs> Or, or or would he be like Jelly Bear? Jelly Bear, <laughs> too close to Yogi Bear, too close. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That that <laughs> he would be Picnic Bear though. Right, Picnic Bear. Ooh, yeah, Sandwich Bear. Uh, what we about have Tron, um, like a computer pro program. Um, they're Cyber Rebel. Yeah, like like uh, uh mm, cyber seems too obvious. I feel like, and it doesn't <laughs> describe that they are a program. Web website rebel. <laughs> website rebel really that works. Don't get it. <laughs> website re rebel. <laughs> 
I really enjoyed watching uh, the Wachowski's beautiful film, Go Fast Driver. And I think he's going to be a hot costume this year. Uh, Well, late night cook might uh might might sell <laughs> might sell gangbusters here late night cook <laughs> it's not even funny it's just like what yeah that's what is this, this? <laughs> is that a, yeah. is that a look anyone wants uh i'll tell you what the fellas love to be this year it's nightclub devil get the whole family together and you can be stretch scientist um Rock Brute, Fire Fella, and Lady You Can't See. <laughs> the bag is empty. Fireman you didn't Robot. Your sister. Would be... She's not coming to this party. <laughs> like a Fireman Robot or something for Promare. Fireman Robot. Um, what are, what are the generic supermans? We covered the big fella himself. I, Is it? I just... was thinking about that. I, I was th- thinking of just like uh, superhero parent. <laughs> it's it like you've you've seen, you've seen those those, those costumes that have the like blow up section that it looks like you're oh riding a cowboy. It's that. It's yes. it, it makes you look like Superman. It like blows up your 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 chest or or something but then it has like a blow up sun next to, to, to or you a full lowest you carry in your arms an inflatable lowest she's attached <laughs> to the arms of your suit you can't put her down you're just sitting there like this the the, the whole the whole time whole night yeah uh let's see um i also really really like the idea of generic bagged halloween costumes for seinfeld what like what, what would you describe jerry at like he's a uh he's a i mean i mean it would be like late night co- late night comic uh like that, like yeah. I think that, it that just is, says what's like... the deal comic on the back. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the deal? I'm t- I'm terrible at that. <laughs> um, George Costanza costume just labeled small petty man. It includes only a glasses and bald cap <laughs> <laughs> and a calzone. Yeah. Um, Kramer's would be weird neighbor. <laughs> yeah. It would be ex- 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 eccentric neighbor. Mm. <laughs> um, did 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 you see that commercial they did with Nomen? Like they they brought him back in his like postal uniform. This was like right oh, when no. all of the stuff about the post offices like yeah. getting rid of all of their stuff. Yeah, the I I'm assuming it was the U. P.S. or something. Uh, they made a commercial and they brought him back as no, 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 and they're, they're like, "Hey, I'm I'd forget his his name, but he's like, I'm so and so. You might know me as Newman and blah 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 blah." And he like, "But don't let them like I've been a mailman for so long, and like I know how did this works, and I'm not stop day or night, rain or shine. I am, you know." And as as he's saying that in the back, yeah. 
behind him, these people walk up and are uninstalling one of the mail things. And he's just like, hey, come back here with that. (laughs) Get him, Wayne Knight. Yeah. Help us, Wayne Knight. Um... I don't know. Okay, so what else did we get? What, uh, what's our Lilu? Lilu. Lilu's gonna be a popular costume. But what is what is the spirit Halloween? How do they describe it? Is this future redhead? Tape girl. <laughs> tape girl. I like tape girl. Cause it's so just like. That's not even what she is, but you know exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, if somebody said tape girl to me, first I would ask if you said tank girl, and you'd be just mistaken. But then you'd say, no, I mean tape girl. girl." Then I would think about Lilu, yeah. Yeah, but then, like, that's not even descriptive of what she is. It's just descriptive of the the costume. (laughs) The costume she's in for, like, one or two sequences of the film. I'm trying to think of one uh, for the characters in Black Hammer. Oh yeah! He- well, they they already are this. They already are like these I mean, generic versions of superheroes. You already know. Curdle Weird <laughs> is is pr- pretty much that. Yeah, um, yeah. A Barbalian yeah. costume named um, Battle Martian. Yeah. Speaking of Colonel Weird, I think uh, they've finally put out or are about to put out a Colonel Weird miniseries. I think the first issue just came out. Uh, It's written by Jeff Lemire with art by Tyler Crook, who did Harrow Mm. County. Oh, Um, nice. Yeah. So I, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, that looks good. I like the art on this. This is interesting. I gotta catch up on Black Hammer. Like, when we finish the first two volumes, I'm like, I'm so excited to read volume three, and I just haven't done it yet. You have to go back Maybe on this your own t- 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 time, yeah, and just, like, one weekend, you know what, I'm just gonna sit here and read comics. I I should. Yeah. If my tablet that I read comics on was more cooperative, I would do it more often. But it's so... It's so laggy. yeah. Uh, Jack is here in the chat and says, Oh, I, I thought you were about t- t- to say, speaking of Colonel Weird, Jack is in the ch- chat. <laughs> <laughs> it's your new nickname. Colonel Weird. Uh, yeah, welcome, Jack. Happy ha- ha- Halloween to you and Sam. I haven't yeah, said Yeah, happy, happy spooky times, friends. Yet. Yeah. Uh, we, we are trying to come up with generic costumes uh for the characters <laughs> that we have covered on the review show and stuff like that yeah um did 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 you workshop these with jack no at all no okay <laughs> no no i haven't not this one oh I, I did the put a couple down mr robot in... one yeah <laughs> Let me just repeat it now for the live audience. Jack, just picture the bagged Halloween costume with a really flimsy polyester Christian Slater jacket and hat in it. And the, the, the unlicensed name on the costume bag is Hack Dad. It's so good. <laughs> it's great. 
Hack Dad. We we gotta get Hack Dad in the stores for next year. So good. Oh man. Oh okay. oh, I had one more that I wrote down earlier this week. Uh, a generic Doctor Doom costume called Dreadful Mask PhD. <laughs> Jared PhD. <laughs> What's the d- dentist one? Is it, is it, isn't it like DDS or, or, or yes. something yes. like that? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I have to stop and ask you this because I realize that I'm not entirely sure. Doctor Doom is a PhD, right? Or is he an MD? What type of doctor is Dr. Doom? I presumed he was just always an academic PhD, but I I realized I've never had this confirmed. Type of doctor is Dr. Doom. Um, Let's see, from Marvel fandom. It says PhD, but PhD in what? Um, Let's see, was a Latvian politician, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes. Making potential candidate for Sorcerer Supreme Order, blah, blah, blah. Does it say early years? Oh. Um, State University in Helgum offered Victor a scholarship while attending classes there. He met Reed Richards. Uh, they developed a dislike. Hey. Hold on. So I am here on marvel.fandom.com. And on the wiki page for Doctor Doom, there is a list of aliases, yep. such as Doom, the Master, Invincible Man, Hans, the Great Destroyer, the Damned, Destroyer of Worlds, Doom the Destroyer, God Emperor Doom, just God, uh, yep. Doctor Iron Doom, President Metal Man, Vicky Boy, Doom Rex, Vicky Boy. Who calls him this? Can that's, I call him that? That's probably someone like Spider-Man. Let me see. What is, oh, what is, uh, yes. what is that little footnote say? Oh, my uh, God. 18, this is so much. 18. Where'd it go? From Marvel Knights wow. Spider-Man, number 20. Yep. That would oh. be Peter P- 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 Parker saying, hey there, Vicky boy. We didn't know it. I, 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 it's Spider-Man's sense of... <laughs> Humor. One let's week see, on the okay, show, so we just have to read the entire oh, Wikipedia article on Doctor Doom. Um, even though Doom was expelled from co- college before finishing oh, no. his only known higher studies, he claims to possess multiple doctorates. I looked up the he word made his, uh, doctorate. He made his own university in Latveria, and they give him any doctorate he wants. He's got a PhD in film studies. You <laughs> see. They still write him write the dissertation, so you know he just knows a lot about like Ingmar what's, Bergman. It doesn't come in. Yeah. What's the the abbreviation for PhD? Is it Ph dot D? Is that how you P, spell it? Big P, little H, period, big D, period. Pretty one. 
I really wish I could do something that would put some fancy letters after my name. Iron Man number Because just having a BA in English really doesn't cut it. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, let's see. We're, we're looking up Infamous Iron Man. Good thing I have Marvel Unlimited. Infamous mm -hmm. Iron Man. There's the series, and we want number eight. Here it is. <laughs> Okay, I'm reading the comic now. This is by Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Mayleave. Thank this you. Iron Man. I'm wondering if I can just catch it here. I think it's because this is the series. Is this the series I'm thinking about when he became Iron Man? I don't know. I'm pr pr probably not going to find this right away. Um, oh, there, wait, there's Dr. Doom. He's probably just going to end up saying something like, might I remind you that I have a doctorate, in, in, or I have multiple doctorates. Yeah. I don't know. Doctorate and wearing a cool tunic. Right? I'm just looking at pictures of Doctor know. Doom, and they're all the same because he doesn't really change outfits. But it's a pre oh, it's a pretty good time. Here's a picture of him uh, arm wrestling with Kang, which I hope will be adapted into the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> yeah, please Kevin. for me, Kevin. <laughs> what what other celebrities? Do you feel like you can call by their first name? I don't think I've ever said it out loud, but in my head, I almost exclusively call Daniel Craig Craniel. Craniel? Because <laughs> I tried to spoonerize his name once, and Dieg just doesn't sound like anything, but the first part of the name mm -hmm. does, so I just call him Craniel. That's a good name. Yeah. Craniel. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to find this. Oh, hey, there's uh We don't have to answer Dr. this Strange. now. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about something there. else like Corn well, Knight. Cor what, or Moon okay, so Knight. What is <laughs> Corn Knight. You have this written down on our notes. Uh, I'm just repeating an anecdote from another podcast I heard because I thought you would like to hear it. Uh, <laughs> on the latest episode of Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw, he's talking to his wife, Sarah, about... This uh, holiday they had where she grew up in somewhere in Minnesota, I think. It was Minnesota. the night before Halloween. They called it Corn Night. And kids, they wouldn't dress up, but they would just go around from house to house with like a bag full of dried corn, like dried harvest corn. And they'd like knock on the door and yell like, Corn Night! And then throw dried corn at the door and run away. Weird. For, like, you know, the spirit of the harvest, I guess. Corn night. I guess. I, I, would you participate in corn night? Because I would. Yeah. Why not? Just go go throw corn at people's houses. God, it's been so long since I've touched See, dried I... corn. <laughs> Ha 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 ha!
you yearn for? Do you do you yearn for the t- touch for the, the feeling of dried c- corn? <laughs> I just realized now the yes I do because think about when you're a little kid and you go to a pumpkin patch and instead of having like a sandbox, they just have a corn box. Like it's just a big wooden box on the ground full of dried corn and your toddler and your mom sits you down there on the corn box to play with the corn and like i haven't done this since i was like 10 years old and i I just miss digging my hands into a large vat of dried harvest corn it makes me feel safe no so i i do have an odd memory with that though it's it's not it's nothing like that at my grandpa's uh ranch he had a bunch of wild geese and turkeys, uh-huh. and he would go out and feed them. And so he had this giant trash can filled with just corn kernels. Corn. And he would just get a big, like, scoop of them and thing, and he'd just walk outside and just start scattering them. Just yeah. Just out there, and they would all c- c- come and fly in and eat and God, all that I want to scatter it, it was, food. It was c- 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 corn night, indeed. Corn night. Yeah. Uh, Jack says, Melissa, if you are listening to the very amusing podcast with Carlisle yes, Weisel, yes, uh, have yes. you heard the latest episode with the oh. creepy Olumel voicemail? Oh my God. I don't know oh if my I'm God. Saying that right. This is a lot of context I would have to explain to you, Kyle. But no, Jack, I haven't listened to it yet. I've been binging a bunch of Halloween podcasts. And basically, November 1st, I'm going to get back to the other stuff in my subscription feed. So then I will hear the updates on Carly and her fight against Olu Mel. I have no idea what this podcast is. It's a podcast about theme parks from a theme park journalist. And Mm -hmm. do you know Duffy? Duffy the Disney bear? Mm, I know of Duff Beer. Uh, Okay, that's also good. But over in... Tokyo Disneyland, I think, is where this started. They invented, like, a new Disney character that was supposed to be exclusive to that park. And it's just, like, this cute little teddy bear in a sailor outfit named Duffy. Looking him up. And, you know, part of the canon story is that, like, he was a gift from Minnie to Mickey. And so now he's spawned all these side characters. Like, he has all these friends. And they've stopped being, like, exclusive to an international park. And now you can find them all over the place. Well, I guess that's just Build-A-Bear. I thought it was a Darth Vader version of him, but nope, I guess not. But yeah, um, he's not popular in the American parks. None of him or his friends are. But one of his new friends is a turtle named Olu Mel, who started as a exclusive to Disney's Hawaiian Resort Aulani, and now he is traveling around and visiting other parks, basically meaning you can go there and buy his merchandise. And this theme park journalist does not enjoy Olumel the turtle. He looks k- kind of scary. He has a creepy face. I like all these guys visually, but I don't really know anything about their personalities. No. Like, he looks like he'd be fine as, like, a c- c- cartoon. Like, I-, I-, I see, like, a yeah. cartoon picture of him here, and he looks fine. But the, like real life one his face just looks something about it looks strange i understand his, uh, uh, eyes are too close together or something 
Yeah. Weird. Oh, well, there's your there's your update on okay, that's what's going Mel. on over in theme parks. I, I thought that I'm was excited some, to hear like, whatever this voicemail is. Ancient Cthulhu offshoot thing. Like I am Olu Mel. Worship no, it's me. a cute it's a cute turtle who plays the ukulele <laughs> at a Hawaiian resort. I am Olumel, worship me. <laughs> yeah, the, the Disney cult turtle. Right. Interesting. Let's talk about Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Since, since we yes. talked about Corn Knight. Different nights. Uh, I, I do have to say the last thing on Corn Knight I, I was going to yes. say is it yes. would be fun to dress up in a suit of armor made entirely out of corn. Different types like, of corn. Man. Corn night. That's like a, a small farming community's vigilante. Yeah. To fight Indeed. against, I guess, corn-based crime. Mm-hmm. Uh, to to f- fight against the uh, big pesticide. Like big yeah. pharma, but for or pesticides. Like- or if this was a sci-fi story, maybe there's some aliens down there making crop circles, and he's like, not on my corn. You're going to have to deal with Corn Knight. It's Corn Knight and his sidekick, Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that what, I, I think it was a Disney movie, but you remember the movie Scarecrow, and he was this, like, vigilante kind of character? I'm not sure if I do remember this. Let me see if I can. Uh, I know Scarecrow look it up. Jonathan Crane. No. Scarecrow. Disney. Scarecrow. Movie? Yeah. Yeah. This is it. Let's see here. Um, Scarecrow of Romney Marsh. Dr. Sin. Alias. The Scarecrow. I don't know this. Um, let's see, IMDB, the magic, no. Oh, uh, Scarecrow of Romney Marsh. Yeah. Oh my god, what? He's like a sad sack man. <laughs> wow, he's so sad. Well, I guess he's sad because that's the way they stitched his face onto the sack that is his head. Yeah. Goodness. Um, wow, this let's is... see what this is. Dr. Sin alias the Scarecrow? So here's the Dr. Sin Wikipedia page. Uh, Okay. Reverend Dr. Christopher Sin is the smuggler. Reverend. Yeah. uh, Is the smuggler hero of a a series of novels by Russell Thorndike. The first book, Dr. Sin, A Tale of the Romney Marsh, Published in 1915, the story idea came from uh, smuggling in the 18th century Romney Marsh, where brandy and tobacco were brought in at night uh, by boat from France to avoid high tax. Minor battles were fought, sometimes at night, between gangs of smugglers, such as the Hawkehurst Gang and the Revenue, uh, supported by the army and local militias uh, in the South Kent and the West Sussex. (laughs) So this is just like a dry historical drama 
that somewhere on, I, I suppose, the 1960s, Disney was like, let's make a film out of this starring a man with a sack on his head, and the kids will love it. Yeah, so The Scarecrow of Romney Marsh from 1963 was produced for the Walt Disney Wonderful World of Color TV series. It was shot on location in England and was directed by James Nielsen, um, blah, 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 um, uh, let's see here. Blah, 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 blah. Doubled as will... church parish. No one needs to know that stuff. Uh, I will tell you, I'm doing a Google image search for this, and I'm finding a lot of collectibles and fan art. Yeah. Uh, part one dealt with the arrival of Governor Pugh, uh, who had been <laughs> ordered by the war office to smash the smuggling ring and prevent the scarecrow from resurrecting a... Uh, a dim church man, I guess that's a location, uh, captured by a naval press gang as bait to trap the scarecrow. Part two depicted the scarecrow dealing with the tra traitorous Joe Ransley. Uh, part three sh showed how the scarecrow rescued Harry Banks, uh, and American Simon Bates from Governor Pugh's clutches in dover castle yeah so it, it, I, I guess it's just this like smuggling j j j drama what these gangs are smuggling and i guess the later of this gang is this reverend who dresses up as a scarecrow this is wild <laughs> i i remember this because my dad liked it it's one of his favorites but it's one of those like very rare disney movies yeah. it's hard to get hard to find he was hoping I've it would never be on heard disney of plus. this uh, but it it's it's not on disney plus as far as i know what? when it launched oh hold well maybe it's there now because now i have to see this thing disney plus disney plus friendly neighborhood disney plus come on all right, sh show me a scarecrow. Scarecrow. But I like I remember you... it. I I I saw it once or twice. I liked it a lot, but it was just re really creepy. Like the it sounds creepy. Yeah, there's yeah. not like the Disney Plus is absolutely nothing. It's like, do you want to watch Phil of the Future? <laughs> like not related uh but maybe i guess I just, truly not the number one you you type in scarecrow and the number one result is the mandalorian because they know that's all anybody is here to see yeah uh which we'll get to that in just a sec but let's go back to yeah. moon knight <laughs> we've started talking about moon knight three times yes oscar isaac might play moon knight it seems like he's yes. in talks. It ha it's not official. Um, yeah. I, I saw some another place say uh, that, of course I blank on his name right now, uh, David Diggs was also in talk to Ooh. play him. Ooh. Um, which would be interesting indeed. Um, so, yeah, they, they are, I, I think, an official announcement is coming soon that we're going to be like hey we've found our moon knight it's going to be starring this person 
it, it it should be coming up soon. We've got our She-Hulk. We've got our Miss Marvel. He was the third in that. Well, you know, I think actually She-Hulk was refuted. What? They went back on that? I Because it was. Uh, who? Uh, let, let's see. Who was I feel was like it? I saw that a lot of places. It was good. Well, I was under the impression it, it was Tatiana so, Maslany. I th- I think it was it might be her Tatiana Maslany, she whole no not c- 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 concept art, um. No, let's see. That says is to play. There was s- someone that was like it came out that uh they were going to do like or play She Hulk. Yeah, see update shortly after deadline story on. Tatiana Maslany's She-Hulk casting was published. It was retweeted by Mark Ruffalo. Uh, So this isn't it. There was somewhere else that said that Hmm. this was not true. And that they... She refuted it. Oh, here here we go. Uh, This is from sci-fi.com, I believe. Then they spell it weird with the S-Y-F-Y. Sifi. Yes, yes. Tatiana Maslany refutes She-Hulk casting report. Uh, lead role in Disney Plus series not actually a thing. Um, the Canadian-born orphan black star recently t- told an Ontario newspaper that she's not been cast after all as the star of Marvel's upcoming She-Hulk series at Disney Plus. So, I don't know. Uh, it says, quote, um, hold on a sec. I am getting a call from my roommate. Let's oh. Hi. Okay. Sure. I, I, I can go, 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 go look. Okay, thank you. <laughs> cool. Bye. Okay. Um Yeah, so I I, I guess she refuted it. Interesting, because sure. I went back to the article that we had posted in our Discord and it was from Vulture, who I feel like is a a, a more reputable site. I I don't know. Um yeah, it's it's strange though, but I, we'll see. If, if I mean, it could just be downplaying it. Yeah, so she can like, hey, let me focus on this. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Maybe she's only playing Jennifer Walters. Yeah, not she Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I I I need to go ch- ch- check on something for my roommate very fast. Okay. Uh, okay. So I I will I, I guess p- p- put us on a be right back screen. Okay. And we will be right back. <laughs> you got it. Back over to live. Hey everyone, we are back. I just had to go do a thing really fast. Uh, my roommate left some chocolate out, and she wanted to make sure that the dogs did not oh, get good. it. Yes. Uh, but she said, "Help yourself." So I Ooh. brought one. What is uh, it? It is, let's see, well, I guess my c- 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 
camera is not in auto focus because of the lens that I have, but it is a dark hazelnut crisp. Um, I forgot to look and see who actually made it, but I'm going to see what this tastes like. I'm hesitant for the hazelnut. Mm. It, just, it looks like a Kit Kat, like Ooh. a piece, like an individual Kit Kat section. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good. Good. It's milk chocolate. The yeah. Hazelnuts on the inside are kind of like um like the crispy rice that you would get in like a crunch oh, bar thing. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I I I don't think there's enough of them. Like I would kind of like a little bit more substance. But they're there. There they are. That's good. Man, I just have like Reese's to eat. I don't have an exotic candy. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it, yeah. I'm looking forward to additional news on the Disney Plus series. I'm not somebody who's like super following casting. I think I'm interested in it right now because there's so little news of any other kind. It's like, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll be super into who's going to play a show, the lead character in a show that won't come out for three years. What else do I have to do? Come up with names for generic bagged Halloween costumes. Right. And I can only do that for so long. <laughs> it's good. I do remember that I think it was rumored or somebody just theorized it and it like became kind of a rumor that Shia LaBeouf might have been playing Moon Knight and I did like the concept of that because he's mm-hmm. he's kind of a kook in real life. In Moon Knight, is kind of a kook of a character, and I liked that concept. <laughs> Indeed. But Indeed. Oscar Isaac, he's he's exciting. Yeah, and he he has that like gruffness to to, yeah. to him, where he, yeah. he can look mean. He can be that like Batman like. But then he can also be smoother and suaver and more harming. I think that would go good with the whole like multiple personality thing. Like if if he can do what um God, what's his name? James McAvoy did in Split, right? Where he just has all of these different characters. I think that's the name of the film. Yes. Um something like that would be neat um speaking of disney plus though new episodes of mandalorian started today i yeah, watched the baby episode show episode one yeah the baby yoda show late night with baby yoda <laughs> um now you're you're not as big of a star wars fan as <laughs> i am is it did, did did you watch season one I did watch season one of The Mandalorian. Okay. I liked it. Although we do have to confess, if it wasn't for the fact that Star Wars is such a huge part of the pop cultural zeitgeist and I feel left out if I don't keep up with it, I don't know if I'd be watching the show this much on my own spare time. I respect it, but I don't know if it's exactly the show for me. 
it's it, the Mandalorian. I think is a really interesting show because to the populace at large, yeah, it's just the baby Yoda sh- sh- show. We can get to see him, mm. you know, coo and do all stuff. He's like, oh, it's so cute. Season um, two promises more, more cooing. cooing. Yeah, um, like. I, that's really all they're there for. Like, even I, I have some baby Yoda underwear. It, it has his picture on it. It's really funny. Um, but to someone like me who's also a Star Wars nerd, there's things in there that are that they're slowly connecting it to all of these easter eggs and stuff and it's just like i know the ice cream maker that's this thing that's that thing the ice cream i don't maker see i don't really care about actual star wars lore i just care about stuff like the holiday special and the ice cream maker i i i i don't know what you mean by the ice cream maker Okay, so way back in Empire Strikes Back, where they're evacuating Cloud City, there's Mm -hmm. an extra who runs past in the background, and he's carrying what you can imagine the production team imagined would just look like kind of a sci-fi type object. But then, you know, as video quality got better, people were like, that is a Hamilton Beach ice cream maker. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So it's been... So people have been wondering, like, what the heck was that even? Like, what did you think that was? In your minds, what sci-fi object specifically is this Hamilton Beach ice cream maker? And then in the first or second episode of The Mandalorian, when um, uh, when that director uh, gives Mando the the metal bars and he mm-hmm. gives it to him in that little device, that's an that is an ice cream maker. That's They're like, we're bringing the ice cream maker back. We're going to actually make it an object that characters handle, and it is somewhat plot relevant. That's so, funny. Uh, that's another character I enjoy besides Baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, they, they, I, I guess they have stuff like that. Uh, there's the whole dark saber thing, which is that b- hmm. black samurai sword-looking lightsaber thing. Like, that has a whole history uh, That's uh, that features... Pr- prominently in the Star Wars Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels cartoons. Um, you you learn who that belongs to and stuff like that. Um, so to see that show up is just like, oh shit, like, what's going on here with this stuff? Um, so yeah, I, I like that. A- episode 1... I'm not going to spoil th- things because I th- you know, it's still it's still day 1 at this yeah came out uh i thought it was really funny because another thing that this show does really well is they are pulling from westerns and samurai stories and stuff and it's really really showcasing that it is and yes i think the people who like more the action side of star wars are often like this is too slow like what is this? And it's like, well, because this is getting back to Star Wars's roots, where it's like they're basically telling a samurai story here. Like that's what Darth Vader is. He's a samurai gone bad, um, mm-hmm. and all, all, all of that stuff. Like I, I remember there being some samurai movie 
where the opening Darth Vader scene is like shot for shot a remake of the Hidden Fortress. Yes, some something else. Um, but yeah, so it's stuff like that, and I love that where they can do like, oh, this Mm. is a parody of Samurai Seven, uh, or this is a you, you know thing like that. Season two. Episode one features a character that is wearing Mandalorian armor. Um, that uh, I guess slight, slight minor spoilers is not a Mandalorian. He's just wearing it, but he t- takes off the helmet, which is why you. You know he's not a real yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah, because that is not the way. That is not as the way. That indeed. lady told us. Um, and it's Timothy Oliphant who is the oh. actor playing that character, and you very quickly learn that he is he is the marshal of this mining t- town. Again, isn't that mostly what that man has done in his career? Which is exa- I was like, this is Deadwood. He's the ah! sh- sheriff in a mining t- 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 town in Deadwood, which I just watched. And I was just like, is that Timothy Oliphant? And it's like, yes, it is. And I, I was just like, this is great. They're fans of Deadwood. Like, <laughs> like it's 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 just it's pulling from all of these different yeah, yeah. westerns and samurai stories and they're pulling in actors that have done them and stuff like that i'm like this is great i love this how it's it's just paying homage to all of that stuff i'm just like this is phenomenal i do really appreciate that i think my favorite personal parts of star wars are i like when it's kind of a a fun wisecracking swashbuckler adventure full Mm -hmm. of roguery um and I like very big cities and very big buildings and unnecessarily large rooms inside spaceships, which I'm not getting with the very small scope town. of the show. And I respect its very small scope of this like lone wolf and cub story of them traveling from little town exactly. to little town. Yeah. But I just want to look at a Coruscant skyscraper, really, or go inside like uh, an Empire starship that just has one very, very, very big room that you can fall down in. The, yeah. that's that's the part of Star Wars that calls to me. <laughs> this the scale of the thing. I like it when Star Wars is big and they're like, we've got a new Star Wars show for you. It's extremely small. Which I like because there there is so yeah. much in the Star Wars universe that is interesting mm. and yeah. cool yeah. and just like like why aren't they showing more of this thing? And they've just stuck to one family. Like, here's mm, the Skywalkers. Mm. You know, here's what they do. And it's like, you have all these bounty hunters. You have more religions out there than j- j- just the Jedi and the Sith. Like, you have, like, there's so many planets, so many species, and all that stuff. Like, show me something else. And this is doing that, but still mm. being like, hey, those of you who watched the cartoon, remember the Darksaber? Here it is. <laughs> Um, which is really funny because, if I'm not mistaken, John Favreau voices one of the characters in the cartoon. Oh. Um, he is a Mandalorian, and he is the leader of 
Death Watch, which is a terrorist cell within Mandalore. Uh, kind of like a right-wing ex- ex- hmm. extremist thing in Mandalore. But it's um, I, it's not, uh, is it, I, I think it's his family that is, like his character's family is the owner of that dark saber so then to know that john favreau created this show and is directing a lot of it and writing a lot of it and i think he voiced one of the mandalorians in season one two um and it was it was just like well duh the dark saber would show up stuff like that so it's good i like that stuff yeah, I, good start I, to season t- t- two. Good. I'm sure I, I will watch it because I, I hate to feel left behind. Yeah, it's it's one I think I eventually, once all of them are out, I will go back and binge watch them all, right? And like in afternoon mm. or so. Yeah, um, yeah. So usually like 40 minutes, 30 minutes at the least. They're not super long, so they're good stuff. Yeah. They are good stuff. Um, Melissa. Uh-huh. Did you see this whole thing about this 3D tour <laughs> house that I was I'd... posting about in our Discord? Yeah, I think Sam put this, uh, the original 3D walkthrough in the Discord. And I looked at it just like during a workday break. And I, I think like 15 minutes had gone by before I realized what happened because the house yes. kept going. This was wild. I I saw this on Twitter and someone p- 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 posted and was like, hey, this is a good contender for Game of the Year. And mm. So I clicked on it and it was a house listing. And I was like, okay, it must be the 3D tour that they're talking about. What are they up to? And yeah. I went in that thing and I got lost in in that yes. house. And this thing went viral and all sorts of stuff. It th- this whole story uh, like just surrounding this house was fascinating. That that just the fact that it went viral and then that you go inside this house and there's junk everywhere. Yes, yes. Like it's just filled with stuff and then you go down in the basement. And it's a right. labyrinth. <laughs> Right, it, so you start the the virtual walkthrough, and you're in just like a living room upstairs. There's a kitchen, there's a bedroom, and you're like, oh, this is kind of messy. That's unfortunate that these owners weren't able to clean up their house before the you know the walkthrough was photographed. But no, that's okay. You do what you need to do when you're cleaning a house. Rough times for everyone, and you do start to notice all of these odd details, like the strange objects placed all over the place, just like eerie portraits on the wall, like not super eerie. But somebody pointed out that there's a picture of these two men standing next to each other and mm-hmm. they must be brothers or something, but they look so alike. It's almost like it's one man and his clone. <laughs> yeah. And then you go down into the basement and here you are a humble human being thinking this is a normal basement, but no, it keeps going. And I walked into this room and I'm like, okay, this is a storage room. You guys just have a lot of stuff and 
then I see just God. like boxes of DVDs with the DVD case taped to the outside as a label. And then there's a hundred more of these and a hundred more beyond that. And, and there's three surmise. more rooms of that stuff on just yes, yes. DVDs. And then they get to like toys and books. And it's just like, this thing is huge underneath this house. Like the floor plan is ginormous. Yeah, um, yeah, which boggled me that it had not only that there was so much space, so many objects crammed into the space, and you, you know, the, the the owners of the house have like an eBay reselling business, which explains all of these things and how they are organized. But yeah, the house just why are there so many rooms? Why does it keep crazy. going? Whose basement goes back that far? So I posted an article that I found I about this. this in our Discord. This was wild, too. I was like, oh, my God, this house gets even stranger. Uh, and it's on a website I'm not familiar with, waxy.org. Yeah. Uh, and it's written by Andy Bayo, I believe is how you say the name. I'm not sure. Uh, but, yeah, skimming through this article, it, it, they're, like, telling the story of how this thing went viral and stuff and then they got to interview the yeah. person who's selling the house and they're talking about the history of the house and apparently uh the house was raided in 2014 uh and uh, like a number of the family members were all charged with uh like tax evasion and uh where was it where does it say what they were ch charged with uh internet sleuths unearthed several news articles from 2014 outlining how police discovered thousands of stolen items being sold online during a raid at that had jarras uh the results of a four-year investigation resulting in criminal charges for four family members living and working at the house. Um, but it didn't add up. If they were convicted for organized crime, why w was there still uh, so much inventory at the house with products released as recently as last year? Uh, skipping ahead a bit, it said uh, he's nearing the end of a seven-year probation period for his organized crime charges under the RICO Act, as well as tax evasion. Yeah, and I the article uh, gave us the storyline that this man had been acquiring uh, goods for resale from another party. And that party had been selling them, and this guy didn't know they were stolen. But what did feel kind of iffy about it never did anything. Until yeah, he'd been buying them in bulk at like, like flea markets yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, and was just like, "Huh, this is odd that they're so cheap." But oh well, you know. Yeah. Um, but a, a, apparently, the house used to be a church. Um, the original building was created in the fifties. It was built on to in the 70s, and that's why it's so, so big. But yeah, they were using this as like the warehouse for this online internet reseller business. And eventually, uh, once this went viral, people had moved this into VR. They 
ported yeah. it into VR. They started making YouTube videos. They started speed running it to see mm-hmm. how they could get in and out, you know, of all of that stuff. Uh, this whole thing reminded me of. Did, did you have those I Spy books? Yes. That you oh, 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 yes. opened up, and it was just filled with junk. And it's like find three tacks, and it's like find six dice. Find, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. They started making scavenger hunts and all, all, all that stuff. Apparently, the 3D tour was eventually taken down because uh, in one of the DVD shelves. No. no, no, I think what the article says is that you can still get to the 3D tour, uh, but it's not like, oh, like clearly linked on the real estate website yet. You can still find it somewhere. And they took down the section of the 3D tour that would get you to this weird bathtub room. And the reason why they have a weird room that's just entirely a sunken tub is because this building used to be a church. And this is where they did baptisms. But yeah, the people are obsessed with this tub. I didn't even get to the tub when I was I'm, playing around I'm on not the walkthrough. This was a surprise talking to about me. the tub. Um, it, well, it, <sighs> it, the- it is now impossible to get to the bath tub according to yeah. the article but the reason why they took it down was because in one of the dvd sections they yes. had a whole section for girls gone wild <laughs> dvds yeah. and they were uncensored and stuff so it's just like we don't want children finding this yeah and yeah D- you have to walk but past the girls gone wild to get to the bathtub, bathtub. room so we're just right. cutting yeah. off that wing of the house this thing was wild but yeah like i like this thing was fascinating because it really was like this big scavenger hunt and it Um, seems joyous to me like people weren't like making fun of this house they were just like wow what a unique experience right yeah this has brought joy to me it it brought joy in that way but being inside that thing is kind of creepy like yeah. it, there's just so much stuff that you like you just get lost. Like I've 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 played a number of uh walking simulator g- games yeah. is what they're c- 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 called yes. where you just walk around, you explore things, you read notes and figure out what ha- 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 happened and stuff like that. And it felt like that where like I could spend hours in this thing just exploring and reading notes and stuff like that like i i love that it's great this (laughs) this is what i aspire my own home to be like not in that it is a super crowded labyrinth but just in that it is a bunch of details where like the longer you look at something you're like oh wait i never noticed that before yeah it was also like growing up i was really inspired by like i had this interior design book full of these like maximalist apartments with just like toys and action figures and and postcards and stuff covering every inch of these walls and I loved it and then I one of my favorite high school teachers it was my journalism teacher and he taught you know he was in charge of the yearbook and the newspaper so the classroom he was in had all of these different clippings all over the wall and like I would be in there for a whole semester and at the end of the semester I'd like notice something that I never noticed before mm-hmm. so I'd try and like pack my own living spaces full of tiny weird details it's good stuff it, yeah so it's, a couple of years it's a lot, ago a lot, lot, lot of fun when i was still living at my parents house 
Jams and I took both our DVD collections and combined them on these two big shelves. And we'd have friends over. We'd take them over to these shelves and we'd point at it and we'd say, one of these DVD cases has a surprise in it. And you have to find it. Hmm. So you'd have people just like pulling DVDs <laughs> off the shelves, you know, like in a movie where one of the books will like open up a secret staircase. Yeah, if you went to the Saturday Night Live Best of Christopher Walken clip DVD, you opened it up, it was full of small pebbles and no disc. Okay. <laughs> so these are the kinds of secrets that I enjoy having in a home. And it is delightful to see a home that's full of so many secrets. It, it was good. I was fascinated by this whole thing. I'm... Like I, I that that's one of the things that I love the internet for. Yeah. Like it just every now and again something will pop up and it's just like what an experience. I'm glad we all got to like look at this thing because it's it's so good. It's fun. Hmm. It was a good week. Yeah, that, I think that that boosted some spirits. It, Indeed. It, yeah, we needed it. Indeed. Um, Melissa, do you want to finish off with one more Halloween question? Yeah. Do you have one yeah, that yeah, we yeah. can do fast here? Yeah. Oh, what are you thinking? Uh, Let's see. So well, I have let's two, do the, I have let's two do written the, down here. Let's do the last movie that scared you. Yeah, I'm curious the, about this see i well it's a tough one for me because you guys know that i'm not a big horror fans i don't mm. really watch horror movies um oh god uh trying to think uh what scary stuff have i watched we haven't really watched scary stuff for the review show that has like genuinely scared me. Yeah, yeah, it's more just eeriness or sort of uh, heaviness, like Hannibal has, where it's a bunch of serial killers. Yeah, um, I, 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 I think maybe the closest thing to it would be Annihilation. When we watch that, ah, thing. okay, like, yeah, I understand that. That's horrific in its own way and it like yes yeah like that that's kind of freaky think about oh and that stuff but i do have to give a shout out to that opening scene in typewriter that we just oh yeah yeah that it it's strange because like the lights were on it wasn't really a ghost there wasn't really some like bloody disfigured like head is backwards yeah. they're up on the ceiling thing right like it was this very very well done strategically executed like camera p p pans down you see something you don't want to see it p p pans back up you see something else you don't want to see and it's just like ah, no thank you i am done but I, <laughs> five minutes in, I am done. Yeah, no, like that, that I think was a good one. But the thing I think that really, really freaked me out recently was in Hannibal with the 
girl whose skin was yes yes holy shit that was terrifying yeah that that's an intense episode yeah yeah that that one is i i don't want to think about that because it's so similar to what was happening in the typewriter one two Mm -hmm. uh because you see her you first see her she's under the the bed she goes running out uh they try to grab her and just the whole skin from her arms falls off and it's disgusting and she goes running off and you still don't know like who is that what is that you know yeah and then the next time you see her uh she's underneath the main character's bed just chilling there and it's just yeah what the fuck dude this is not good do not do this no bueno no (laughs) (laughs) so I, I I think that is the last thing that genuinely scared me. That's good. That's a good pick. I, I, I can't think of anything. And I am a horror, not a big horror person. I think I'm a medium horror person. I like it. I just don't have as many opportunities to watch it. But I don't get freaked out by things. Like, I, I recognize in the moment... I feel things in the moment, but like, you know, two hours later after my friend has gone home and I'm like getting ready for bed, oh, it doesn't stick with me. And it used to do that. I think after I graduated college, I just stopped getting scared of things. Graduated from horror university. You're done. You've seen it all. I think it's because I was like so weirded out being at college just because... Like, I always had roommates, but I had a string of roommates my first, you know, my first three years at college. My The roommates I had didn't live that far away, mm-hmm. and so they were frequently at home. So I would spend a lot of the weeknights there at my dorm, because I went home every weekend also, but I was there on the weekdays. Like, yeah. I'd be there alone, and I was not used to that, coming from, you know, a house with a family in it. And, you know, I'm sense. in an unfamiliar place. I'm in a very sparse little room that's not what I'm used to. <laughs> so I think that, I don't know, that made me uneasy. And I remember having a lot more like, what's that kind of nights when I was in college? And I think, yeah, after that, I, I just got done with it. And it might come back. I feel like this is a very hubristic thing to say. I'm not proud I'm not scared of anything. And I don't think I am. I just don't remember the last time I felt scared by anything. Jack says, uh, same. I think the real world is scarier than anything fictitious. Minus creepy dolls slash puppets. Yeah, yeah. And see, like, I don't, like, I don't have horror things that bother me either. Like, I've never had a problem with, like, you know, dolls or puppets. I'm, I'm not afraid of like spiders or snakes or needles or heights or clowns. I can I get know. bummed out real easy, but I don't get scared <laughs> by anything. Gotcha. Good stuff. Last thing I want to end on. I I know we said we'd wrap it up on on that thing. I I have to comment that I have yes. this uncanny, not a ability but just coincidence i i think i i i don't know um so i've mentioned before one of my favorite podcasts is the rooster teeth podcast 
and I like it enough where I was just like, you know what? I'm going to listen to every episode they've ever made. And the company has been around for like 15 years. So they had, they're on like episode 600 something, right? I've gotten through most of them. Wow. I started on YouTube and I went back to their earliest video podcasts which started at like episode 100 and was inconsistent until episode 185 and so i watched from one from 185 on and i i think i'm like 14 episodes behind from where I first started watching the podcast in like, hey, I like this show. I'm going to keep watching it. So I'm almost caught up with that. And then I think I'm a month or so behind on their most recent ones. But then they have their first like 200 or so uh, just audio only ones that i'm slowly catching up on but something about this podcast specifically Uh it always mirrors whatever i'm doing in real life it's wow or not not what i'm doing but like i will listen to a recent episode of the podcast and they will have a certain guest on and for example they had this one girl on who's a scientist and they just started to ask her all of these like dumb science things like Mm. so if if we built a giant treadmill could a plane take off from this treadmill from standing still because it's the ground is moving (laughs) but the the, you know (laughs) Like they yeah. just they ask her all sorts of dumb stuff like that, um, and then I just happen to listen to like episode fifty three, right? And it happens yeah. to be the first time that that same person was on the show. Like I listened to that like the same day or the same week, yeah. and it's just like this is an episode from like six years ago and i just it just happens to be the same thing um i was listening to a more recent one this week and they happened to mention the movie fright night which you mentioned last week so it's just like yeah Melissa just mentioned this like this is weird that they're mentioning that yeah i've been on it yeah, and then I, I went back and I watched one of the, like, 14 or so that I still need to catch up on. And it happened to be their Halloween one. This, I was like, it's Halloween week? Like, what is this? But this happens so consistently where, like, huh. oh, like, a, a new video game is coming out. And the one I, like, the old one that I'm listening to, they're t- 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 talking about the old, uh like, like... You know, number th- three in the series is coming out now, but the one that they're t- t- talking about is like number two is out now, and it's just like this is weird. Like, why is this happening all the time? I have no idea, but it's haunting me. 
So that's real. That's I really specific. That. Yeah. That's. <laughs> that, do you know the Blink episode of Doctor Who? No, I, I I haven't seen a single thing of Doctor Who. This is a, it's a one shot episode. Like I barely know Doctor Who, but I've seen this a couple times because it's a standalone story that's like pretty easy to show people. It's just a one off entertaining adventure. Yeah. And like this woman keeps finding all of these, like she's a a friend who works at like a video store and Mm -hmm. her friend's like, I keep finding these weird DVD Easter eggs. I don't understand what they mean. And the lady's like, well, what DVDs are they on? And the friend hands her like a list of Easter eggs. And she's like, this is every DVD that I own in my personal collection. And it's because like, this is the doctor from the future who is trying to specifically send a message back to her. It's like he planted DVD Easter eggs on all the DVDs he knew that she owned so that then she could go and string them together and she would get his warning about a space monster. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I I just, I have no idea what it means. If it's some kind of sign or they just, talk about the same things over and over <laughs> again could be that <laughs> yeah you just all live lives on the same track yeah indeed uh but let's see let's do a little bit of housekeeping and then we'll wrap things up here if you guys did not know we have multiple podcasts uh you guys uh, can find out more information on our website the whatnots.com we just wrapped up our spooky month on the whatnots review show we covered all sorts of horror shows and comics and stuff like that uh so you guys can go check out all of that stuff we did hannibal like we mentioned we did a a a horror show from india uh which was Mm -hmm. on netflix called typewriter that was a lot of fun go check out all of that stuff um we're also on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just t- t- yeah. type in the whatnots. All of our shows will pop up right there. If you guys like what we do, patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, we have a $3 tier after that with all kinds of exclusive content. Um Let's see, big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, who has been in the chat here. Thanks, with Sam. Us. Uh, thank you so much uh, for helping us out. It means a lot. It means the world to us. So thank you. Thank you so much. I think that wraps us up for housekeeping, which then wraps us up for the show. So, Melissa, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And uh, as you hear this, as it is released, my other new podcast has launched. So yeah, you congratulations. can listen to... Thank you. You can listen to Saturday Morning Obscurities. This is me and, as aforementioned, my brother Jams. We talk about obscure old kids shows. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm. I'm excited to ch- to check it out. And you have two out right now right yes yeah we're going to be releasing by uh twice a month in that terminology of bi-monthly but to start you off we're going to release two episodes this week cool good stuff i'm excited Mm. you guys can find me at yo kyle springer on twitter and instagram uh if you guys want to stay up to date with our show we are at the whatnots on twitter go like share subscribe tell a foe tell a friend tell your parents whoever you need to um mm-hmm. go do all of that stuff we are at 95 
subscribers on YouTube. By the way, down to one hand. I can count them on one hand. So please help us spread the word. We are hoping to get 100 subscribers on our YouTube before the end of the year. That would mean the world to to us, so please help spread the word. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I say we get out of here. This has been episode 118 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.